Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and PT pearls to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. Before we go into explaining what the heck it is and how you can help yourself, I really want to let you guys know that this week only is early bird pricing to get into the Grateful for My Body Challenge. This is a brand new challenge that I'm bringing. It's 30 days long rather than five or seven. This is like to create and feel actual change within the body. It's only $1 a day. So for 30 days, it's 30 bucks. But you get to learn from functional HIIT workouts, core stability, mobility flows, activations. You get a calendar. You get a daily breakdown. You have daily goals. You have community. I mean, it's literally everything I teach, literally everything I teach. And you don't just get it in like an ebook, like photo format or GIF. It is videos of me and I'm queuing like crazy throughout it. And you have a whole workout that you can follow for the day. But you know, it's really just to reconnect to our bodies, especially as we're going to hop back into the holidays and everything gets a little bit lost. We've already kind of had disconnection and loss because of this crazy, crazy year. So this is my way of bringing it back. And rather than focusing on one thing or, or just mobility or just sweating from a workout, like this is truly to educate you back into your body. So I'm so incredibly excited to be able to do this with you guys. Like this is also my accountability. This is my support. This is what I'm going to be following on a day-to-day basis. So I am so incredibly excited. Go to the show notes right now. (laughs) Click that into the Grateful for My Body Challenge. One dollar a day to learn from me, to move with an amazing community, and to really have a plan set for starting November 1st and going to November 30th. So this ends this early bird pricing to get it for $30 only. It's going to go up after the 26th. So get it today. Get it right now. Spread it to your friends. Grab those accountability partners and let's explore the body together. I'm so incredibly excited. So can't wait to join you. Welcome back to another PT Pearl. Thank you for joining us again. We're so grateful to have you. And today we're diving into upper trap tension. So you know that feeling where it's like, I need a massage. It's the end of the day or it's mid work and I'm super stressed or it's just this common thing that happens, builds up tension. We get a lot of headaches and we want to address why is that happening and what can you start doing about it? And I think this is something that's just kind of universal for people. It's like one of the spots that like, oh, yeah, I've got pain. Where do you have pain? Neck, upper upper neck, upper back, shoulders. Like everyone kind of hits these points at some point throughout their yeah. life, whether you work at a desk or have kids or work in general or have stress, you or know, live. right, or live <laughs> or breathe. You know, at some point we might have tension even up to like debilitating pain in our upper neck and upper back. And a lot of us or a lot of people say, oh, you've just got all these knots or trigger points in your upper traps or so much tension in your upper traps. So we're going to talk a little bit into like how we might be able to approach that a little bit differently, which is kind of what we always do for you guys. But um, how can we approach this trap? And first, what the heck is the trap? (laughs) Yeah. So the upper trap region, I mean, if we think about it, first of all, our trap comes from trapezius. So it's a big trapezius muscle that we have, and it's actually quite large. So it goes all the way from our neck and attaches up there in the spine, and then a little lower in the spine, not quite the low back, but think the mid-back thoracic spine. 
Okay. And it spans this whole area from the neck all the way down that thoracic spine. And, and it really works to control the shoulder blade or the scapula. And so there's three different portions. And those are the kind of the three different muscles that make up the trapezius. And luckily they named them so generously for us. (laughs) So we have the upper trap, which is just the upper portion from that upper shoulder blade into the neck, which is obviously the place that we're going to be focusing on the mid trap, which is just that middle shoulder blade area connecting into the spine and then the low trap. So think the lower portion of that shoulder blade connecting into the upper back as well. And knowing that this is something that's primarily attached into our shoulder blade um, means that a lot of shoulder movements or almost all shoulder movements will involve it in some way because we can't really isolate moving our arm from our shoulder blade in a lot of scenarios. So we're going to talk a little bit into the, what those specific portions of the trap do. Um, but just keeping in mind that any arm motion involves the shoulder blade, any thoracic spine motion or rotation, extension, flexion through our upper back might then involve the positioning and how that trap and shoulder blade are interacting too. So that's important. It's it's a critical pivot point in our body and our movement is this shoulder blade. Exactly. And that's such a good point to bring up because I think a lot of times when people think shoulder movement, we only are thinking that ball and socket of the shoulder. And we're not realizing that actually the socket (laughs) is the shoulder blade. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, if we're talking shoulder movement or you're having restriction in shoulder, you have to be thinking about what that shoulder blade is doing. And when we really think into upper trap pain and some of the triggers that happen, you know, if we think about, first of all, what does the upper trap even do? Why do I need this stinky upper trap that continues to give me pain yeah. and knots and problems? And really, it's so important. Again, it connects into the neck, so it's going to pull our neck into extension, which is mm-hmm. needed, right? Yes, we want to sit up nice and tall and beautiful and have this good posture, but we also want to be able to have healthy range of motion in the neck. And the, and the upper trap is really going to help with that, as well as it helps to elevate that shoulder blade. So think mm-hmm. of shrugging your shoulders. Um, and it's also, exactly like Dom said, going to help with shoulder range of motion, especially overhead. So think re- reaching your arm up and getting that upper arm bone by your ear, that is shoulder flexion. And your upper trap works with your lower trap and this muscle collar serratus anterior, which we can go into later on. But those three muscles actually work together to cause this shoulder blade to upwardly rotate so that you get overhead flexion. And it's so incredibly crucial. So we don't want to think, how can I turn off my upper trap? We want to think, how can I better use my upper trap so it's working for me? Yeah. A fun way to kind of like experiment with that is if you just like put your arm kind of under your armpit or cup your armpit so your fingers go into your back and then you start to just raise your arm up and when you get past your shoulder you kind of start to feel that shoulder blade the bottom of it at least start poking into your hand and that just shows you like Jen was saying you start moving the socket that's on the shoulder blade then we can get the arm there or arm further so those movements couple together and upper trap is important for that exactly but now, why is it so stinky and causing us pain? <laughs> um, I think that, you know, knowing what the upper trap does, and then as humans, knowing our tendencies when we are going about through our days and where we might find protection or where, where our body might go when we feel like we need safety. 
and our upper trap is so big and so powerful that it can provide us a lot of stability, right? And so if you encounter something stressful throughout your day, right, um, whether somebody walks around the corner and you're just about to run into them or you open up an email and crap has hit the fan once again and business is going to, you know, be crazy the rest of the day because of it, the first thing that we tend to do is <gasps> take a quick inhale oh, woe is me, what's going on in my life? And our ears just, our shoulders just shoot straight up into our ears. And in that moment, activating those upper traps, saying, protect, protect. We need to be in this fight or flight mode now. Exactly. And that's just a typical body response. I mean, I think you can you can visualize that, right? If something scares you, you, you kind of bring your arms in, you protect yourself and your shoulders dive up. And so yeah. it's that's not bad. Again, that's a normal process. However, like Dom's saying, if it's opening your email and then being stressed about now the rest of the workday or, you know, different examples, whatever might bring stress to you in your life, listening to a friend talk about, you know, some really horrible things happening in life, watching the news, <laughs> hearing screaming kids, you know, this, this can go so far. Whatever stressor it is that's impacting you, you have to you know, start to become aware, is it also impacting my body? Mm -hmm. And just having that awareness of like, am I super tense and tight? Are my shoulders kind of driving up toward my ears? You might not even visually see it, but one of the ways I like to also talk about it is is our the muscles around our neck, so including our upper trap, are going to kind of help their accessory muscles when we need to breathe. Mm -hmm. And only when we need to breathe in more sympathetic driven situations or working out or doing something that requires our, our chest and our sternum to expand a lot more than these muscles around the neck will turn on. Now, if I'm in more of that sympathetic go, go, go stressful kind of state, then my upper traps and muscles around the neck are automatically going to go <laughs> without yeah. you even trying. And this is where when we start talking about the workouts or the stretches or say, what do I do? Do I stretch the upper trap? Do I just work the lower traps to like balance that out or the lats? Or do I, you know, um, go and hammer some overhead workouts? Again, if we are in this tight shoulders elevated position, then we're taking away space from all those other beautiful motions that the shoulder blade can do, like that nice upward rotation when we go overhead. So then overhead motions might be a little more difficult. Um, so how do we start to then take the tension out of that upper trap? You mm -hmm. know, what do we do then? This guy's overactive. So do we stretch it? Do we What's next? Yeah, that's always the, the answer, the question, right? And I think the answer goes primarily, we have to start at the foundation. And so it's bringing that awareness. Am I in a tense situation? Am I stressed mm -hmm. without even realizing I'm stressed? You might not realize it. Like we hold tension in the body without even realizing. And one of the first things that I do with clients when is, is just trying to get them aware of that tension in the body. So if I'm just checking range of motion, not asking them to do anything, they're laying passive, I just want to see passive range of motion. And I lift their arm and if it stays in place there after I let go, you're not relaxed. You yeah. have tension in the body. And so this is where it's like we we hold on to tension we're not even aware of. I do it sometimes too. So don't think like I'm immune to this. I will be sitting on the couch watching TV in a quote unquote relaxed position. All of a sudden I realize my neck is forward and I'm actually 
tensing and holding it rather than truly relaxing into the couch. And so we hold on to these tensions without even thinking about it. And so awareness is the first step. And then going into, okay, how can I shift that? And we've talked about that a lot as well. Definitely. And like Jen kind of gave an example, one thing that I like to say to people, because someone will just walk into your office and you can just tell they're holding their shoulders up into their ears. And you might just say, hey, can you relax your shoulders down a little bit? And they'll say, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, what I want you to do, and if you're listening, you can try this, is try shrugging your ears up towards your shoulders and really find all that tension up there. Take one big inhale, and then on the exhale, just go, and let those melt away. And that's a good way to feel just that difference between fully tense in the upper traps and what it what it feels like to let some of that go. And that's a good way to check throughout the day, like, okay, how much am I holding my shoulders up here? Or can I give them a little bit of a break? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just that one little reminder throughout the day can be something to say, okay, I do tend to build up a lot of tension in those upper traps throughout the day. And that kind of is a great lead into what one of our main recommendations is, as you mentioned, breathing and really heavy sympathetic chest breathing can be something that builds tension in those upper traps and all of our other neck muscles. So if we return to breathing, we can really start to influence them a little differently. Yeah. And obviously you're breathing right now, (laughs) right? So you're like, well, I got that on check. But it's going back to episode 11 of the podcast because we go into this in such greater detail where we talk about where you're breathing from because diaphragmatic breathing is not just breathing from the belly. Um, And when we really, really utilize this whole portion of our rib cage, the whole portion of this canister from the pelvic floor and up, you know, we're able to take so much tension off of the neck and upper traps. And I've worked with clients where I've only seen them once because that's all they needed for me. And I was like, oh, well, I had more to say, but yeah. <laughs> but it's it's great. You know, if, if that is all you needed to hear from me is how we're assessing the breath and making you aware that you're you, like, look at look at yourself in the mirror is also a good test. Take some slow diaphragmatic breaths. And if you see your neck tensing up, you're not actually able to turn off that signal up into those upper traps and neck area. So that's a good place to say, oh my gosh, I do need to start going back to the foundation of that breath stuff so that it's not always on. The whole point is that we don't want to have our muscles turned on all the time. And Mm -hmm. that's like the same as someone coming in with, you know, trying to do good posture and they're pulling their shoulder blades back. And I'm like, you don't want to have to have your shoulder blades and those mid traps on all the time. And so if that's what you're feeling and noticing in your body, it's like, you know, that's where you get to use the tools that we give. And if we have tension in the upper traps, you know, you kind of mentioned we don't want need want to feel like we're just yanking and pulling our shoulders down and back, right? Because one, that tends to make us want to compensate other places if we're trying to force the position. And two, if we have tight upper traps and then we just use our lats and our lower traps to try and like yank the shoulder blades down, then it becomes a tug of war match. Mm -hmm. And if you don't reduce the tension in the upper traps, but just start yanking on it, they're going to pull back harder. (laughs) So we do need to reduce that systemic tension overall. And in a lot of back pain cases and different diagnoses, we're starting to learn more just about irritability in general and how when we have an area that's really irritable, that in itself is the problem, mm-hmm. <laughs> is getting it to not be irritable anymore because then the same stimuli and the same movements won't be as painful. 
right? So doing the systemic thing like breath work and laying on your back and just getting comfortable is systemically going to reduce that. Exactly. And so for the person who's like, I'm tense all the time, I need massages all the time, I need to see my chiropractor and get adjusted all the time. I mean, really go back to the foundation, use the breath work and start moving. So our last suggestion is that don't be afraid to use the upper trap in a in a healthy way. And that's why we do the activations in the optimal body because we mm-hmm. teach you how to use that shoulder blade. We teach you how to maximize using the serratus with the upper trap, with the lower trap and how they all work together so that you're not just overpowering in that upper trap region. And, yeah. you know, we, we guide you in your body. And that's what's so important. Like, don't be afraid to strengthen those, those exercises that, you know, you use to do shrugs and (laughs) do other things to get those upright rows to really get build strong upper traps not bad they're not bad and don't be afraid of them totally and when you're consciously training the muscle it's a lot differently than subconsciously holding the tension all day that's the main difference there you don't need to shy away from shrugs you need to teach your shoulders when it's right to shrug and use that tension um so the same with while you're working i mean i've probably mentioned this before it's the 30 for 30 rule no matter how hard you're working and how stressful that day is give yourself 30 seconds every 30 minutes or a minute every hour to get up move those shoulders in all directions open them up push them forward Get your body feeling itself and then return to work. And just doing that, if it was five minutes throughout the day that you took five separate times to do something like that, you will start to notice a difference because you'll actually be noticing yourself. <laughs> exactly. You actually start to become aware yeah. of your body. Oh, it is so good. We give you and we teach you these things because we want to give you the tools to to get back into your own body, to know that it's possible, to know that you have the ability to start to address it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we hope that these kind of help you start to get in tune with your body, understand what you can do, and really just start to relieve that tension and pain. Uh, one of my favorite things to just end with is, you know, my my girlfriend, she was having a lot of upper upper trap pain and feeling the need to, again, dig in and get massages, went to her physical therapist and her physical therapist, guess what? Told her to breathe. I was like, oh, at least you listen to someone. It doesn't have to be me, but thank goodness. And to kind of just like stamp on the end of that, I know a lot of people are like, okay, I want to breathe. What can I do? Like, I'm at work and give me, give me something. I, I personally use this thing called a three set or a one minute uh, three breath or a one minute reset where mm-hmm. I just take three breaths and all it is is it's a nice inhale through the nose and just as long as you can out the mouth out the lips like you're breathing out of a straw and if you take three breaths like that during your day just try it try it or do six which ends up being about a minute which is kind of why I call it the one minute reset I did it because I had patience for about an hour and it would be a really intense session and then I just need to take a minute. So three to six breaths with as long of exhales as you can imagine, you'll notice a difference in how you feel if you give yourself that intention during the day. Exactly. Even if you're not feeling, you know, like you're, you have a lot of tension or tightness, just do this. (laughs) It's going to help, you know, down the road to keep you moving, to keep you healthy Mm -hmm. and it's going to help your overall body just be optimized. Thank you again for joining us on yet another 
PT Pearl. We just appreciate you so much. And of course, if you need more visuals for each PT Pearl, they are over at Doc Gen Fit on YouTube. There is a whole section for the PT Pearls from the Optimal Body Podcast that you can use to really see what we're talking about. And don't forget, if you really like this, if you're learning from it, share it out, share it with your community. Tell us what you're learning. Rate and subscribe to the episode because there's going to be so many more goodies and PT pearls along the way. And if you're ready to dive in even deeper, don't forget we have an optimal body membership with an incredible community of movers learning with us and moving in their body. Until next time, thank you again.